When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, Kiwi motocross star Courtney Duncan is within touching distance of a third consecutive world championship title. She dominated in Spain at the weekend and heads into the last event in Italy with a solid 16-point lead. And uh, thankfully, she's joining us now live from Europe. Uh, Good evening, uh, Europe time to you, Courtney. Thanks very much for joining us. Hey, no worries. Hey, look, last time we talked to you, um, you know, it was about a month and a half ago, and uh, you were hoping to get to this point where you had a healthy lead. You must be be very pleased with the way it's gone in the last uh, month. Yeah, not too bad. I think um, there's plenty of positives. There's been obviously a few ups and downs along the way, but for the most part, I'm I'm pretty happy with how it's gone. And um, yeah, I got I think 16 points heading into the final, which is a wee bit, but at the same time, it's sport, and you know anything can happen. And I'm aware of that. So um, yeah, one more round to go. One of the things that sets you apart from the rest of the field and the reason you've got that 16-point lead is your consistency. Like You haven't finished worse than second in your last six races. Uh, what do you put that down to? Yeah, obviously, yeah, like you say, consistency and just um, putting myself in good positions and executing, I guess, when it counts. And, um, yeah, just taking a couple of seconds when... Um, haven't rode to you know over my head or anything like that so yeah pretty happy with the consistency over the last few rounds for sure so so i mean could you could you just take us through just very briefly your pre-race i mean your immediate pre-race routine mentally what, what are you thinking uh, like a minute out from uh, the start i mean it gets uh, you in such great positions yeah no nah, um i don't know i feel like um I just kind of zone in pretty well and um, obviously aware of what's on the line and this and that. So um, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but, yeah, when I get to the race, I'm, um, yeah, ready to go. Uh, there was plenty of drama in race one last weekend in Spain. Uh, you and uh, one of your great rivals, Chiara Fontanese, collided. Talk us about that. Talk us through. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you kind of explain that? I, I guess at the end of the day, it's racing, isn't it? It's um, as a contact sport, and there's going to be um, handlebars rubbing and you know a bit of elbows and, and this and that. But from my side, I had the um, momentum coming down the rollers, and I had the inside line. So from from her side, she probably should have been a wee bit smarter and buttoned off because you know inside always rules, but she didn't and. It drove her wide and um, pushed her right off the track. So, um, yeah, that is it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, do you, I suppose there's a bit of yelling and, and screaming at the time. What about after the race? Is, is, is there anything after the race? Uh, 
yeah, there, there's not a whole lot of love lost between the two of us, put it that way. Um, not from my side, obviously. I have, you know, a fair bit of respect from her, but nah, there was um, no chat after the race. You flipped uh, over the handlebars. I, I saw this one. You flipped over the handlebars uh, during uh, the next race, but still managed to finish second. What happened there? Yeah, that was just a rookie rookie mistake, to be fair. It, it was um, yeah, not on the script, let's put it that way. But, uh, yeah, I guess you live and you learn, and we won't do that one again. Just went to pull the tear off and um, on probably the wrong part of the circuit, really. wasn't the most smartest place to go pulling a tear off and taking your hand off the handlebar but like I say we won't do that one again I would imagine Courtney there are riders within the group who have a reputation for really loving the physical side of it, the tough side of it, in other words to be avoided at all costs, what, what about you, do you enjoy the physical side of it or it just, it just comes with the territory Yeah it's just part of the sport to be fair, I mean it's I've kind of grown up in it, so for me, it just comes naturally. I don't think too much of it, and uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it happens. I mean, look at our start, for instance. We got forty on the line, and we're all going to the first turn. So that in itself kind of explains that. Courtney, uh, this is amazing. Uh, what would it mean to you uh, to secure three consecutive world championship titles? Yeah, obviously, um, I haven't really thought too much about it because uh, i still got it around to go and, and don't want to take my eye off the ball. But if it was to happen, yeah, for sure it would be uh, a pretty special feat, especially, you know, three consecutive. It, it's hard enough to win one, let alone to continue to stay there. So um would be pretty cool. But, hey, we've got a long way to go yet. As you can see, anything can happen. The championship can change very quickly. So, um, to be fair with you, there's not much thought on it at the moment. Okay, so you're off to Italy for the final event of the year in just under a fortnight, and that is Fontanese's backyard, of course. So uh, what are you expecting there? I mean, uh, she was previously the six-time world champion. So I can understand why she uh, she's not that fast on you taking over the, uh, the, in a dominant fashion the way that you are. So that you'll get a nice reception in Italy, will you? Probably not. <laughs> nah, <laughs> probably not. I, I have had quite a lot of actually hate messages and um, that sort of thing from all of her fans in Italy at the moment. Um, so <laughs> I can't imagine I'll get the most nicest welcome there. But um, if that's the way people want to treat it, then um, from my side, it's, I just use that as an extra motivation. Are you serious? They actually, they're actually, what, is this social media sort of stuff or direct to yeah. you? Or uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's sport though. It happens all the time and yeah. Man, uh, you're one tough, tough cookie to be able to take that. I can, I promise you that. Um, look, uh, okay, so let's look at that uh, that track coming up uh, in Italy. Uh, how does it compare? And uh, what are you expecting from it? Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty good. Obviously, it's been on the calendar every year. I think since I've been in the competition, so it's pretty familiar. But with that being said, it's familiar for everyone. It's a local track. I mean, it's open all year round I think it's only closed the week leading up to the GP so um, yeah that being said everyone's used to it uh, it's in the Alps in northern Italy so it's in a yeah beautiful part of the part of the world so we're looking forward to heading back 
Well, it hasn't been an easy time for any sporting people around the world with uh, with COVID, so it's presented a lot, lot more challenges. So I, I guess it would uh, winning this time around would make it even more rewarding because it hasn't been easy for you. Yeah, no, I think um, obviously it's a lot better than it was last year, though COVID was pretty bad last year. Um, pretty much everything was closed and this and that. With it now is... To be fair, everything is relatively normal on this side of the world. Obviously, there's heaps of cases and heaps of people in hospital and stuff like that. But from, like, life is still going on. You know, no one's wrapping themselves up in cotton wool. Everyone's back at work. Life's going on. So you actually kind of forget about it from that side. I think the only thing on there is that playing on my mind would be probably the MIQ situation. Other than that, I mean, everything's pretty normal. So you still haven't been able to, to get a spot? I mean, last time we spoke to you, you were trying like a lot of New Zealand athletes overseas and sporting people. Aren't you, uh, have yeah. you been successful? Uh, no, no, not yet. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, like, I think there's another spot this week. My mum might go on and do it for me. But, yeah, it's not on my mind right now. Um, I've got a big, big weekend ahead. Oh, well, it's, uh, that's not good news. Uh, I, I, for one, like a lot of New Zealand people think, uh, if you're a world champion representing us overseas, uh, there should be a spot with your name firmly above it. So, hey, look, uh, all the best uh, for what's coming up in a fortnight. We'll be watching, we've uh, increasingly been watching your, the way you've been going about things and very proud for you. So uh, let's hope it all goes well and that 16-point uh, lead that you've got is enough to get you through to the three in a row. Thank you, Courtney, and all the very best. Awesome, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you.